0: Thank you for tuning into Trevor Talks Podcast, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. Today, we've got a guest that you've probably seen or heard a good bit in your lifetime. He started as a frontrunner on American Idol and has gone on to pave an amazing career in Christian music. He's won multiple Dove Awards, released several chart-topping hits, and recently had two beautiful twin girls during the pandemic. His new single, Made to Fly, is currently making waves around the globe, and he's here to share with us today. Y'all please help me welcome Mr. Colton Dixon. Colton, thanks for being here, man.
1: What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. You've been uh, releasing music, uh, releasing children into the world, all during the <laughs> <a> pandemic, dude. <laughs> like, let's go. Yes.
1: I, well, I didn't <laughs> release children. Um, my but, wife would correct both of us on that. Um but I was there for moral support and still am and they're alive. So we're doing it. We're Dude, surviving, man. thriving, um and uh it's been fun. Yeah, man. How
0: has uh, becoming a father, especially during a pandemic, how has it changed your perspective like whether it's writing music or just doing life with compassion like for I've heard from a ton of people like I haven't had kids myself so I don't know. But like you just see the love in that child's eyes and just it changes your whole world view. How has that been for you?
1: Oh man, you melt. Um, yeah, man, they look at you a certain way and it's just like, all right, whatever you want, here's a checkbook, here's a credit card. Don't care. You can't even (laughs) talk yet. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Um, honestly the whole pandemic thing has been a blessing in disguise for that reason. Um, I kind of have to be careful how I word that. Um, I'm not necessarily glad it happened. Um, I am thankful that I was able to be home, um, with my wife through of parts of pregnancy getting to welcome the girls and be home with everyone for several months um continuously um whereas if you know covid wouldn't have showed up i would be out on the road and i wouldn't have got to see all of those moments and had all the memories that i do so i'm i'm really thankful i was able to be home um but now that touring's picking back up i'm like oh shoot i got used to being home <laughs> <laughs> oh no um but it's good. I'm thankful to have work, but, uh, but yeah, man, they're amazing. I'm so glad to be a dad. Um, it, it is, uh, it is so odd. Like I grew up in church and you know, you hear your pastor talk about being a parent and what that looks like. And, you know, I used to always have the thought like, Oh, like I'm not in this group of people like that doesn't apply to me yet. We kind of tuck it away. Um, but now here we are. So I'm like, okay, well what's the next What's the next phase? Grandparent? Oh my gosh, I've got one more phase left. What is happening to me? I'm 30 this year. What's happening to me? Um, Life's crazy, man. But uh, you take it in each season and and this is a beautiful season. We're enjoying it.
0: And uh, what was it like uh, when your wife went into labor, like going into the hospital during a pandemic to make you mask up and do everything a little bit more carefully than you would outside of a pandemic?
1: Yeah, there were there were pros and cons of that situation. Um, the whole mask up, all that stuff was very annoying. Um, you know, it's, um, like whether you whether you guys are masked people or not, you know, when you're getting ready to meet your kids for the first time, you don't want to be wearing a mask. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you just don't want to be wearing one. Um, so, um, the con- the pro, however, is that it got to be very intimate, not by our choosing, but by the hospital's choosing. <laughs> so yeah. we didn't have a ton of people at the hospital, which honestly is probably the way we would have preferred it anyway. Um, it was just nice. It was a chance for Annie and I to meet our kids and to have that moment and those couple days with them. And it was awesome. Um, yeah, really thankful we had that time. But um, yeah, a lot of hoops we had to jump through. All the things with uh, the pandemic, but uh, wasn't all bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: they wheel when they were wheeling Annie back to give birth. Were they making her mask up while she was pushing and everything?
1: No, um, like once it came time for actual delivery, um, I don't. I had a. I think I had a mask. I'm trying to remember. There's so much of all of that that's a blur, right? Oh, wow. would that, Um,
0: you get in there and they're like, no, you have to wear a mask. She's like, no, it ain't happening, brother. (laughs) Yeah, for real. No,
1: she didn't have to wear a mask. I know that. I don't think I was wearing a mask like when it came time. Um, But like outside of our room and stuff like that, you of course had to wear a mask. And um, I think they wanted us to wear a mask up until delivery, though. Did we? Do that a hundred percent. Definitely not. Um,
0: <laughs> In that moment, but, you can't uh, really think about that though. That's just extra. You don't want to talk about it. It's like, no, I'm here yeah. to be happy and don't take this that. This is part.
1: not making me happy. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. A
1: hundred percent.
0: That's phenomenal, man. And that story is even encouraging to hear. Like, even as you said, like, you don't want to say the pandemic was a blessing because obviously, it was a global thing that kind of shut the world down. But even for right. us, like I had like the whole Trevor Talk brand, but it never really became like as important to me as it did during the pandemic. Cause I realized like people need hope now more than ever. Yes. And uh, instead of like doing radio or anything like that, like we can do stuff in our house. Now you got the internet and uh, yeah. get, have meaningful conversations with people. And for you, like made to fly came out. you, Did you write that during the pandemic and then release it? I know you've been working a good bit with John and Corey Cooper, um, on these projects, which is phenomenal. We love those, uh, that whole band. They're phenomenal. And, um, Need to Fly came out of this pandemic, huh?
1: It did. Yeah. That was kind of like the, that was like the one, um, one song that I really took a hold of, um, that I wrote during pandemic coming out of it. Um, and it's, it was simply a reminder for me. when it came to music career and all that stuff, I was so used to being put in on my, my dad hat and, and all that stuff. Like I'd forgotten how to do a lot of it, you know, um, just wasn't used to it. I was trying to remember how to put one foot in front of the other again. Just like, ah, oh, Lord, you are have to help me, help me here. Um, cause I'm, I feel like I'm out of my element and, um, and not just even in music career and some things in life as well. And I just, I read the verse, Um, in Isaiah, it says, you'll soar on wings like eagles. You'll run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. And here I was trying to remember how to walk. And I'm like, oh, there's a better way to do this. It's like, let's figure out what that is. You know, um, I think God wants to, wants to steal, steal us away sometimes. Um, so we can rise above the noise and see the bigger picture. I think that that's what that verse is talking about. Um, and, uh. Whenever I started to, to intentionally take time away with God, um, he started to to show me things and give me glimpses and, and it just brought security and, um, and just, uh, sparked, uh, my faith as well. Um, so that during those hard seasons or during those seasons where I didn't know how it was going to work out, I just, I knew that he was going to take care of it, you know? Um, so it started just as a reminder for me, you know, here in my studio with a couple of friends and, and turned into something that, um, the feedback we've gotten anyway it's something that people are enjoying listening to which is so awesome and encouraging so yeah, yeah
0: you got to perform it on good morning america too which is phenomenal and when you yeah. hear the song it's like did this guy write a letter to himself and release it for everybody to hear it's just vulnerable and it's encouraging but did the whole becoming a parent like change your perspective on songwriting itself like I want my kids to hear this one day and know that this is what daddy was talking to himself about and what everyone else in on it as well.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, it's just a different perspective on life in general. Um, again, I know you said you haven't had kids growing up in church and hearing pastors talk about kids and stuff. It's like, man, you never thought you could love something or someone so much. Um, and, uh, that was true. You know, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's, Getting home from a show and flying out to wherever they are. They've been staying with my, my wife's parents, um, for some extra set of hands while I'm doing the tour thing right now. Um, so whether it's getting back and flying out for a day or two and then flying back or, um, whatever it looks like, like it's a sacrifice, but it's so worth it because it's extra time with my kids, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah. They're awesome i don't know where i was going with that or if that, that even <laughs> answered your question oh no, um, it did it did
0: i want to really dive into your story though like you yeah. know like you were on american idol you didn't even want to audition the second time and yeah. you went with your sister like but i want to dive even further than that some things that people may not know about you like how you grew up the passions you carried um when you started writing music or even playing music realized you could sing uh, let's start with your childhood. If you're open to it, like growing up with your yeah. sister and getting into like, just going with her to audition for idol and you getting pulled into it, like yeah, dive into it all.
1: Yeah, man. Um, so I, uh, was born and raised in church. Um, I actually loved sports. Um, I was more of a sports kid. Um, loved baseball, um, was a pitcher. Um, I gave that up right after middle school. Um, but I, I thought that was what I was going to do. And then, um, man, I just started falling in love with music. You know, it started with doing a couple of musicals at the school I was in, but I really just loved music. I, I didn't necessarily care for the acting or the the lines so much. I hate memorizing lines. It's the worst ever. Um, but, uh, I really just had a passion for music. Um, at the uh, youth group I was going to, I was playing piano and singing some and, and, um, I just love that. Um, I loved getting together with friends and peers and, and worshiping God together and playing a small part in what that sounded like, you know, um, just thought that was the coolest thing. So I joined a band with my sister, actually, we were called uh messenger and uh big skill at influence. <laughs> yeah,
0: everyone. Um,
1: oh yeah. Um, and, uh, we did that throughout high school. Um, and then, um, we landed a, uh, a position at a different church leading worship for the youth group and, um, loved that we got to do that. Um, and, um, was in it for mostly the right reasons. I'm sure I had a few things skewed <laughs> along the way, made it about me too much, I'm sure. Um, but then the American Idol thing came about, um, that's a show that we Grew up watching as a family, loved it. Again, I just loved anything music and the thought of, you know, a nobody becoming a somebody overnight was so intriguing to me and the process of what that looked like. So we actually tried out two years. Um, I didn't really want to do it either year. Um, You know, it was kind of just like, I like to, um, it's a quick research, but I like to see how things are done before I dive in. Um, whether it's a sport or, you know, we were just on tour with Jordan Felice and him and his crew like to play spike ball. And, uh, I would go and just watch, you know, I'm fairly athletic, but I like to go and watch because whenever I do something, I like to be good at it. <laughs> I don't know. If that's a man thing. I don't know what that is. Pretty much. Um, I like to, I like to know my way around before I dive into something. And Idol was the same thing. I was kind of there just to observe. My sister really wanted to do it. And while we were waiting outside of this arena, she looked at me. She just goes, why would you not audition? This is so stupid. You're here. Just do it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, they say no, or you make it and you go to Hollywood. Like, how cool? You know, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's true. It's silly not to audition. So we did. We both made it. Um, we made it to, she made it to Hollywood Week and got cut in group round. And I made it to... um they call it the green mile. Um, it's where you walk down. It's like the final judgment, you know, I got cut there. And then I was really done. I'm like, okay, I did the idle thing. I'm going to run with it. Well, the next year comes about, my sister wants to go back and give it another shot. And I was very clear. I'm like, that's great. I'm here to support you. I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be in the family shot when you run out with a golden ticket and we'll make it fun. Well, she, uh, she's in her audition and she pokes her head out midway through audition and goes, Hey, the judges want to see you. And I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, that's cool. You know, they, they want to, they remember me. How cool is that? Um, so I walk in and it's just immediate guilt trip on why I'm not singing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, so many thoughts running through my head. One being, this is my sister's time to shine. I don't want to, I don't want to take away from that at all. Um two, if I'm going to sing, it needs to be a song that is um approved, you know, so that if they were gonna air it on TV, I V, I don't jeopardize it by sing singing a song that they can't play. You know, all these thoughts are going through my head in a matter of seconds and I wind up singing and um and as soon as I'm done, we both make it through, as soon as I'm done, I look at Skylar, I'm like, Hey, um, my sister, I'm like, Are you okay with this? I, I realize I didn't really get a chance neither one of us did get a chance to talk this through. And she's like, are you kidding? I would much rather have you there in, at Hollywood with me than sitting at home. I'm like, okay, awesome. So we did that. And then, um, that whole idol journey happened. But, um, yeah, just a little bit about my childhood. It was, a like I said, I grew up in church, really thankful for great parents, um, really close with family. Um, and, uh, that has um, directly affected, um, how I, I do my own family now, you know, and how I look at that and how I treat that. Um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah,
0: that's phenomenal. Sorry, yeah.
1: I, I tend to rant.
0: No, <laughs> so that's- no, we love it. And um, after you got in and did the whole American Idol thing, obviously, you um, paved a career for yourself. But I know that it's not always easy. Like you've mentioned before, leaving your family, going on tour. There's a lot of sacrifices that are made to be a musician people think that oh all they do is sit in green rooms go perform like no you're sleeping on a bus or a van um whatever you have at that point and you're not really getting sleep sleep you're resting because your body needs it but your brain fogged like some people have bad encounters at meet and greets and people are like oh they're terrible people it's like bro do you not realize that they are leaving their family to travel which sounds glamorous but Y'all go do it for a week. I promise you, you'll be reevaluating. You're leaving your family. W- when you clock out of work, working a nine to five, you clock out and you go home to your family. Uh, you're gone for weeks on end. Like you see your kids through FaceTime and et cetera. There's a whole sacrifice that goes behind it that not a lot of people understand. So even after Idol and after the radio singles and the accolades and everything, have you been like, man? this ain't for me anymore. Have you hit that point where you're just like, I'm going to go
1: do something else. Like this isn't for me. Uh, There have been seasons. Um, (laughs) That's so funny. You say that last weekend, um, buses and like Mercedes makes a, like a a van called a sprinter. I'm sure you're very familiar. Um, It's what a lot of artists use for transportation, buses, sprinters, things like that. Um, there have been a there's been a shortage <laughs> um because so many people are out on the road trying to make up for lost time so last weekend we had like your entry level sprinter with um not even the captain's chairs they were just like regular um bench seats yeah. you know in the back and we had to drive it was three shows in a row it was wisconsin wisconsin to michigan michigan to ohio ohio back home i mm-hmm. flew out later that afternoon to North Dakota. Um, what happened was in Ohio and, uh, we also took shifts driving. So I, you know, I was driving with everyone else, you know, it is not glamorous. Um, we got food poisoning on Saturday. So without going full TMI, there were a couple emergency sh- stops on the way home on Sunday. Um, but I almost had to cancel the show on monday because i'm like i can't get on a plane right now again i'm not going to go into all the details yeah. so you can use your imagination <laughs> God. So i'm like i i cannot uh i can't i'm not leaving my house right now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and uh thankfully i was able to go but that was one of those times where i'm like man i don't love this right now <laughs> mm-hmm. i am not a fan of this right now. Um but then there are other times where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I could do this for the rest of my life." Um I'm glad it doesn't boil down to how I feel about this. Um and that'll preach on anything in life. Um when God calls you to something, he'll make a way and um you kind of have to put your feelings aside on the matter and do it cuz sometimes you will feel great and other times you'll feel awful. Feelings are fickle. Um that's why we don't go based on our emotions. Um we go based on what we know to be true. Um so uh yeah. Um, I'm so thankful I get to do what I do and I'll continue doing it for as long as God calls me to it. Um, but the moment that that's done, I want to be home with my family.
0: Yeah. So, we'll see. And as you've matured as an artist, obviously you released identity, which did amazing things and even albums prior, but with uh, switching labels, switching, like almost, it feels like you you have a new direction for music um your sound's changing up your hair is changing up like i was trying <laughs> to come up with something to intro we had a crowder was the bearded wonder but i just couldn't nail it down it's like this dude's just got the hair like that's yeah. it like it's his own the thing hair. people recognize yeah. you i'm sure you wear hats and airports like it you just can't hide it like yeah people see the hair they're like, oh that's colton dixon right there yeah. um so as everything has like transitioned into this new season, how do you see yourself like not expecting career growth, but growth as a person, like maturing as a man, um, even going through mental health struggles and such, uh, losing friends to um, suicide, like it's been a wild few years for all of us. Yeah. How is like, when it comes to mental health and writing music and realizing that a lot of people struggle with us, whether they're on a platform or not, how have you learned to cope with those seasons where you just don't want to get out of bed? You seem stressed out, you're easy, irritable, um, even while on the road, how do you manage that?
1: Yeah. Um, man, it's, this, this is such a, a delicate thing to speak into, um, and just being fully transparent, um, th- like i will get i'll get stressed out about things um i i tend to work too hard like i'll i'll have a project or something and i just it's so funny whether it's um building something new for a live show or putting together legos <laughs> like i was like this when i was a kid i would get like do you remember those um roller coasters i think it was connects like yeah made these roller coasters dude those things were the best but my parents one year got me a Kinex roller coaster that was like six feet tall. It was crazy, bro. Wow. Um, I had that thing put together and working in an hour and a half. I just, I didn't stop. That's all I did. Like I, I just get in the zone and I do that stuff. Um, and that can stress me out because I won't eat. I, I just, I don't think about it. You know, my wife will come down and be like, have you, like, are you going to eat lunch today? Like, are you are you going to say hello to me today? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm in the cave. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just man on a mission. So I'll do that. And that will stress me out. But as far as, um, you know, like the whole suicide and, and, um, depression, things like that, that's not something that personally I struggle with. Um, but we both have had friends, you know, who, who, who have, and it's a very real thing. Um, The answer is Jesus, Mm. you know, not saying that our friends or if you're listening or watching this, you're like, man, like I'm a believer and I still struggle with this. You know, that's, I'm not saying you're less than, um, we all have our, each individual struggles. Um, I just know, um, that Jesus said, I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. Um. He also said, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, I I think that um, some things can be hard, you know, Um, it's, it's hard. It's so delicate. I know um, because it's such a real thing for so many people. Um, But the, the only thing I know to say is to seek God, you know, um, whether it's today or whether it's five years from now, um, I think he can take it away. I really do, um I think he can take it away, and uh there have been things in life, for example when i lost uh when I got dropped by my label, um I was not in a good place for a couple of weeks, you know, um so much of my identity and and who I am is wrapped up in a music career. It's funny when you do a record called identity and then you have to practice what you preach, you know yeah, um, but there I was, and um my wife helped me um really seek God on what the future looked like and. And I just found a peace in that. Um, God said, um, actually it was David, um, talking, said you lead me beside the still waters and you restore my soul. Um, still waters is like you picture like laying out on the grass, like this peaceful, like stream of water, you know? And it's like that that's the place God wants us to be. He's like, Hey, just come rest with me. Um, I was doing something with um an artist named Austin French and um he said something that was so good. He's like, peace and rest is not something that I can um attain by doing it myself. Rest is a person and his name is Jesus. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it rocked my world because so many times like I'll I'll set aside a vacation, we'll go out on a vacation and I get back, I'm like, man, I feel like I need another vacation after this vacation or you know, whatever. But then there are also times where I'm the busiest I've ever been in my life and I take five minutes to sit down and pray about it and I am fully restored and feel like I can take it on 10 times again. Um, that's who Jesus is. You know, he'll never give you um, too much that you can't handle. Um, but I feel like it's always at that breaking point um, because we need Jesus. Um, we need God. Um, we need that um, that counterpart to help us live life. Um, so whatever it is that you're struggling with, whether it's mental health or whether it's anger issues or whether it's um, a workaholic or whether it's, you know, whatever, um, run to Jesus because he's got the answer. That's what I would say. Um, sorry, I babbled.
0: <laughs> oh, you're not babbled. It's encouraging. Uh, and I believe a lot of people are going to hear this and feel not convicted, but just refreshed. and feel like oh like there is somebody else like me out there like for myself personally i i find it really hard to rest i have to be doing something all the time same like, bro you know, if we ain't moving like nothing's happening and yes 100%. Like, uh, forcing myself to rest is it, it becomes a struggle like even to this day like i've got to be doing something at all times but what the lord's really spoken to me this year is like you don't have to prove anything to anybody like just having that weight lifted off my shoulders instantly made me feel refreshed. And I'm that one step closer to finding that rest and healing. And it's just really amazing to see that God can move in so many different ways, including things that we would never even think to discuss. Like rest is the last thing on my mind. Most of the time it's like, Oh, project done. We got to launch this album. We've got this book coming out. Like there's just so much going on in like day to day life. And, um, it it just gets that much busier, but we just have to rely on Jesus that much more and be like, Okay, God, like we have this project, but is it really the right time to do this? Is it yeah. really the right time to do this? And it all starts with a conversation. That's simply what I got from what you're saying. It's like don't forget the secret sauce before you even start working. Like yes. God gave you this voice, God gave you this message, God's given us and instilled this hope for us to share into other people. And that's, that's just, that's what I got from that. So you weren't babbling. You were preaching and got me fired up. You got everybody fired up too.
1: I love it. Good. Uh,
0: Yeah. Like um, everyone that's listening, I would encourage you to go uh, stream made to fly. There's an amazing music video and even alternate versions on YouTube. We're going to have the link in the description below on with Colton's socials, but Colton, thank you so much for taking time to speak with us today and being vulnerable Talking about the kiddos and uh, music, everything else behind it, dude. Like This has
1: been fun. It has been. Thank you so much for carving some time as well. Appreciate you.
0: Definitely. You're busier than I am, so thank you. And uh, (laughs) to everybody listening, if you're struggling with mental health or anything along the lines of that, just know that you're not alone. There is hope. There's an anchor for you. His name is Jesus. He is a hope. He is the foundation for your life. And I know that can sound preachy, but at the end of the day, like even when I'm feeling low, I can't find a better escape than just praying and being one with Jesus. And maybe you're saying like, you know, I've tried that and it's not working for me. Try again. Um, Seek therapy. Seek help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. So I love you guys. God loves you. Thank you to New Release Today for making this uh, episode possible. We'll talk to you guys
1: next week. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size.